Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we've got the phone lines open for you today here on Monday's Montana Talks. Anything and everything you want to talk about on the show, especially after a busy lineup as we took you to Glendive for the Gates Show, the Glendive Agri-Trade Expo on Friday. Today, we've got the phone lines open for you. 406 294 0970. Anything and everything you want to talk about. Obviously, the big story here on this Monday morning is the big development uh, that took place over the weekend. Saturday night, I, I was actually at a friend's house and uh, having a great dinner. And uh, they, they don't live too far out of town on their ranch, but there's no cell service, which is really nice. Uh, but then all of a sudden, one of the kids said, hey, uh, what's going on with the airspace over Montana? They were getting some messages from some friends that were trying to fly back into Montana. So quickly hop on the net to see what's going on, get the Wi-Fi going. And, yeah, basically the word on Saturday night uh, that I was able to, to piece together based off of the Daily Call or Fox News, other breaking news uh, outlets on Saturday night was that the FAA shut down the airspace over Haver, Montana, uh, for military activities. And then uh, shortly thereafter, NORAD, uh, NORAD had sent out a statement basically saying that their radars detected what they thought was an anomaly on the radar, but when fighter jets responded, they couldn't identify any object in particular. Then the big news uh, from a Montana standpoint came yesterday afternoon when Montana Governor Greg Gianforte uh, detailed the fact that the object that was shot down over Lake Huron near Michigan is the same object that was spotted over Haver, Montana, and led U.S. authorities to shut down the airspace briefly on Saturday. Uh, this was Michigan Congressman Jack Berg- Bergman uh, describing the initial word he got uh, from defense officials over the weekend. Inform me that an F-16 uh, using an AIM-9 missile had shot down an octagonal structure over Lake Huron. Uh, the altitude was about 20,000 feet. And at that time, uh, I, I asked the question, what's, uh, what's the plan for, for uh, recovering the, uh, the debris? And they said they were working on it and then they would get back. But the bottom line is, uh, you know, they, they scrambled the F-16, took it out, and uh, no, no damage to, to human life or property because it went in the water. And the water in Lake Huron this time is very, very very, very cold, so they're going to have to use divers with special gear. All right. Now, that was uh, Michigan Congressman uh, Jack Bergman uh, talking about the initial reports. Meanwhile, Montana's United States Senator Steve Daines slamming the Biden administration Sunday afternoon for the lack of communication. Congressman Ryan Zinke out of the Western District also uh, pointing out the weak initial response from the Biden administration uh, on the first China spy balloon spotted over Montana and asking the question if This is inviting yet another uh, round of these types of objects uh, to hover over big sky country. We've got audio from Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale on Fox and Friends and much more coming up right after this. But let's start with your phone calls. 294-0970.
This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale from the Eastern Congressional District was on Fox and Friends earlier this morning, also calling out the lack of communication, the lack of transparency coming out of the Biden administration. All this after an object was spotted uh, in on radar over Haver, Montana, the same object that was later shot down uh, over the Great Lakes near Michigan. Here's what Congressman Rosendale had to say on Fox and Friends earlier this morning. The problem is that the Department of Defense left me in the dark literally for about 18 hours while I had people all across Montana asking questions about what is going on, what is going on with our national security. All right. The other thing he said, when they finally did share information with him, that the information was uh, severely inadequate. It was quite minimal and did not absolutely nothing to help uh, secure my fears. Uh, why is it that the Chinese balloon wasn't brought down over the Pacific Ocean before it entered over Alaska, much less over Canada, and then flew across the United States? All right. So what exactly is going on? If I had to sum up the main question that folks across Montana were asking me Saturday night and then even on throughout the weekend, I think that question still remains. What exactly is going on? What is China really up to? And and why can we not even trust a single word that comes out of this administration right now. What are they not telling us? Uh, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Let's go right to your phone calls. Uh, first up, let's go to Doyle in Billings. Uh, Doyle, thanks for the call. What's your thoughts this morning? I, I, <clears throat> go ahead, Doyle. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious why we're not looking at this on a bigger picture in the sense that we're saying that China wants to do A or B or C. Why can't they be doing all of this at the same time? They're constantly eroding our confidence in the government. They're constantly eroding our confidence in, the, in our military, um, the White House. It's Why can't it be all at the same time? Good point. Yeah, I think you're right. So if you had to sum up what what is China really up to here, what, what would you say? Well, I don't know. I think on a big picture, they're they want to control the whole world. But I mean, it's it's one step at a time, you know. Um, not get too biblical, but I think the Gog and Magog in the Bible pertain. I, we think sometimes to Russia and China. So this is also following the biblical um, uh, blueprint. Well, yeah, if we look at what China is up to here uh, with the fact that, that, you know, they could be planning an invasion of Taiwan at any second, at any moment. Are they just trying to keep us, stop us from helping our friends in Taiwan? Are they looking to be more aggressive towards the United States ourselves? But either one of those uh, those questions there, they're, they're going to want to undermine the American people's confidence in, in our ability to be able to defend ourselves as a country. And and because we've got an administration right now that won't defend our southern border on the ground, won't defend our northern border on the ground, and and can't defend can't uh, can't uh, protect the skies above apparently either. And so I I think yeah I think you're exactly right where China is trying to say oh hey you know you know if we make a move on Taiwan you just don't do anything about it because you can't even defend your own homeland let alone somebody else's. 
Yeah, and all at the same time, they're also uh, getting us used to seeing these incursions in our against our borders in all kinds of different uh, ways. And uh, they're getting us used to, if, as if we don't already, they're getting us used to having no confidence in anything that the White House, this this corrupt eunuch that we got leading us, uh, you know, tells us. Um, so it's it's a multifaceted thing. I don't think it's any one or two or three. I think they're smart enough that uh, that doing all of this at the same time. Uh, yeah, no, I, th- I think you're I think you're exactly right. I think we've seen a country that has become so weakened right now under this administration, weakening our military, weakening our national defense, weakening our border security, and then dumping so much money into Ukraine and. And uh, drawing down so much of our munitions in Ukraine, while the Europeans aren't picking up their share of the price tag, and so yeah, China is just taking the opportunity and absolutely running with it. All right, Doyle, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Uh, next up, let's go to uh, let's see, Paul in Bozeman. Hey, Paul, what's your thoughts? <clears throat> Hello, Aaron. Hey, I want to thank you for doing what you're doing because you're the only one that I, I listen to uh, in in Montana that. Uh, is trying real hard to get the public informed. I'm a pilot of now 64 years' experience and a little over 30,000 hours of flight time, and we're dealing with uh, a a double-edged system, the the air traffic control system that that, uh, exists in the United States now has basic radar but they're not they're not u- utilizing it primarily because we have a transponder system now where almost every airplane that's out there not not all there's still some that don't have have the technology but they don't get up into the part of the atmosphere where all this activity is going on um, so you're saying that we we need to get back to the basics of, of air defense and, and back to basic radar capability that, that we've relied well, too much on on the modern day technology. Am I hearing you right? The, the the military has that technology and uses it very effectively. Mm-hmm. They they know a lot that we're never going to know because they can't they can't admit it. Uh, yeah. I think if, if, if you're reading through it, you understand why. Yeah, interesting. All right, hold that thought. Quick break here on Montana Talks. Back to your calls and more right after this. 294-0970. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks. With Aaron Flint. Yeah, I caught up more with Paul from Bozeman during the break there. And yeah, his point is look, he is confident that uh, we have the capability, that our military has the capability to detect these sorts of things. In his point is that it's the decision makers at the top. Uh, that's uh, where the point of failure is uh, here right now. So, Paul, thanks for your phone call. Got a few messages in on our Montana Talks app this morning as well. Evan and Belt uh, had this to say. He agrees with the Disney family in Libby, Montana. The Disney family in Libby, they basically are, are saying, hey, is China using this 
to try to stop us from helping our friends in Taiwan? Is China pre- preparing to invade Taiwan? And this is their way of, of putting cover fire uh, on the American people to keep us, uh, to stop us from helping our friends in Taiwan. Evan and Belt said this, uh, the Chinese are sending these balloons over as a distraction from a future invasion of Taiwan. It's nothing new. Our great military has deployed these tactics many times in the past to win wars, and we used to be masters at it. It's called deception, but now they just deceive our own citizens, and someday it may cost us greatly if we don't get better leadership from the top down. Representative Rosendale calls for the administration to be more transparent, and he is right. But it's hard to imagine that when the administration and many of the left believe that the definition to that to the word is a man giving birth to a baby literally Uh, so this is the administration that believe men can give birth to babies so uh, are they ever going to uh, step it up and get serious about defending this country if i were to summarize his message there Uh, on another topic chase in opime sent us a message on our montana talks app What is more middle or lower class than being a waiter or a waitress? And now, according to SRN News, the Biden administration has instructed his new IRS agents to target them over reporting their tips. What a kick in the pants for the middle class. Yeah, Chase, you're exactly right. In fact, uh, I I saw the uh, Unleashed Prosperity hotline earlier this morning made a really good point and uh steve moore basically raised the question why are we hiring eighty thousand more people for the irs instead of eighty thousand more people to secure our borders Lori and billings wants to know how did the latest objects get across canada before being destroyed great question Lori. thanks for your message and then kevin in belgrade when are we the people going to take our country back Biden is doing and saying what Soros, Klaus Schwab, and she are instructing him to do and say. We have the military, the police, the sheriff, the fire departments. We need our sovereignty, freedom, honor, integrity, and our country back from these socialists. What can we do other than wait and vote? That ain't working so well anymore. Uh, That was from Kevin in Belgrade. Doug in Eureka, next up on the phone lines. Doug, thanks for the call. Thank you, sir. Okay, yes, I'm just curious as to the uh, the origination of the, the state. Everybody's stating it as fact that these are Chinese balloons. That may be, but don't it's you find assumption. it a bit curious? Yeah. Don't you find it a bit curious that they've, as the way they've orchestrated the takedowns, they've made darn sure that there's no civilians around to pick up some errant parts and perhaps, you know, be able to examine. I'm not saying that we're the authors of these balloons or anything like that, but I'm just saying that there's so much speculation out there that this is almost like the intent that we are, what's going on that we're not paying attention to. It's almost, uh, I don't, it's a big deal. So if it's a distraction, it sure has me distracted, but well, Tim and Billings, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I interrupted you there. Yeah, finish finish that thought. No, just go ahead. I mean, I'm just so intrigued by all this speculation and an octagonal object, and everything is so vague. And and evidently, what precipitated this is some 
guy in Billings looking out a window and he noticed some anomaly. Yeah, a few, people, a few people looking out their windows. Our buddy Michael Foth, I think it was Beer 30 on a Wednesday afternoon and uh, after an early morning radio shift, and he looked up and said, what in the heck is that? So it was it was, it was more than one. But first to your point about, hey, yeah, because you are correct. Right now we're just we're making the assumption that these additional objects are, are communist Chinese, uh, but but we, we they haven't said for sure one way or the other. In fact, uh, Senator uh, Dan Sullivan out of Alaska, I think, made that point on Fox News over the weekend uh, with this. I think we need to assume the worst right now on what these balloons might be. Assume that they're adversary surveillance. Assume that they're objects that are probing for weakness in our defenses. And if we're wrong, okay, then we can be wrong on that. All right, so that was uh, Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan. Uh, the other thing, back to your to your other point here, uh, and that's that's why I was almost going to interrupt you before I lost my train of thought because, uh, and I think I did just lose my train of thought, but Doug, you, you were making a point about, oh, what else is going on? So Tim in Billings, he made the point uh, earlier that, Okay, last week, Seymour Hersh, uh, who's an investigative reporter, he, he published a claim that, that basically, and he has uh, anonymous sources that, that are backing up this claim, he published a claim that says that the United States and, and European allies blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And, and, and of course, Dan Bongino uh, was talking about that on his radio show last week. But it is kind of interesting that that story really hasn't. I mean, you would think the mainstream media would at least ask the question, would bring it up at the White House, uh, would bring it up on the Sunday morning talk shows and just respond to the Seymour Hersh claims at least. Right. Well, there are, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with that. They even went outside of the chain of command of SOCOM to intentionally go down to uh, Panama to go to the Navy Diving Center. And uh, I'm a Navy rat, but anyway, yeah. So they they uh, they had this well planned, but but look, we we need to keep in perspective. We've been planning this war in Ukraine since 2014. We overthrew their uh, elected government and we installed a, a NATO-backed puppet EU uh, system. And this is a global war. Unfortunately, uh, we're just a, a minority within a minority here in the United States. But, you know, we just got to stand up. People say, what are we going to do? Man, oh, man, we just got to dig deep and lace your boots up. Put your well, boots and, on, boys. I got, and Russia you know, installed, a, and, the, and the communists in, in Russia installed a puppet in Ukraine prior to that. Uh, but either way, the, the broader point uh, from my perspective here is the fact that that why are we spending more money than all of Europe combined? It's in their backyard. It's their fight. Whether you think we should or should not help them with that fight, shouldn't they be picking up more of the tab? Instead, we're going broke. We're depleting our munitions. We're kicking thousands of our own troops to the curb and pissing off the rest of them with this woke nonsense. And and we're weakening our own country. And so they should pick up more of the more of the share of their of their fight in their backyard so that we're able to to Defend our own country, I think, is what a lot of us are saying. Hey, thanks for the call, Doug. Great to hear from you. Paige in Billings. Paige, what's your thoughts this morning? Well, if you took all of the Chinese-made components out of those jets that shot that object down over the Great Lakes, they couldn't get off of the ground. We have so many things that are made in China that go into our military 
that it's pretty scary. Yeah, in fact, I just pulled up a, a Politico story from October of 2022. Pentagon to resume F-35 deliveries after Chinese materials uh, discovered. Uh, what did they have, a Chinese-sourced magnet uh, that was found? And that, that, to me, is the bigger picture here, is that is that look at how much the communist Chinese, COVID-19, Everything. Look at how much the communist Chinese helped Joe Biden, the business deals that have been uncovered through the the Hunter Biden laptop. And and look, Donald, when Donald Trump was president, Putin wasn't invading Ukraine. We had we we were operating from a position of strength. Now we are operating from a position of weakness and the sharks are circling. Exactly right. And, And until the companies start making things for our military in the United States, um, we're kind of at the mercy of people we don't want to be at the mercy of. You know, and there's some, I remember talking with a guy from uh, from Mystery Ranch Backpacks in, in Bozeman, Montana, because there's a lot of a lot of military folks will use Mystery Ranch Backpacks, and, and then we caught up at the SHOT Show in Vegas with uh, Stone Glacier that makes some really cool-looking backpacks as well, and 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 this guy at Mystery Ranch made a really good point. Hey, there's there's provisions where the U.S. military has to buy these types of products. They have to be American-made, like these Montana-made products. Why don't we do that with a whole number of other categories in our federal government, right? Not just our military, but other other uh, categories of, of U.S. government uh, purchasing power. That's right. Charity begins at home. That's right. Uh, and not by opening our borders. You want to help people in Central America? Go to Central America to help other people. Don't just open up our borders for drugs and, and uh, uh, child trafficking. All right, Paige, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Two nine four zero nine seventy. 970 Let's see. Next up, Kay in the Flathead Valley. Kay, what's your thoughts? Well, I've been thinking about what's going on between Russia, China, and our country. And the one caller that mentioned uh, Gog and Magog, and it made me start thinking how um, Russia and China and some of the other countries in the world, which are, there's quite a few, really dislike our country, and they don't want our country to succeed. They want literally want to destroy our country and, so that they can take over the world. And if they can get us involved in spending money for Ukraine, and then possibly um, tormenting us, teasing us enough that we will step up to help Taiwan, then we don't have the ability to defend ourselves. Especially when we're 32 plus trillion dollars in debt, right? And, and we're literally debating whether or not drag queens should be able to target little kids in Montana at the same time. It's crazy. Okay, thanks for the call. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. Despite economic challenges, both domestic and global demand for certified Angus beef is strong and growing. Outside of the U.S., CAB sales increased 178.5 million pounds in 2022, with three of the top five markets being Canada, Mexico, and Taiwan being up more than 24%. John Sticka is president of Certified Angus Beef. It's been a 
tough couple of years for, for producers across the country between COVID and drought, and it's, it's exciting to see folks uh, excited about where we believe the market's going to be headed and how producers are going to get rewarded. And so that converts over to us as certified Angus beef to be optimistic as well. Uh, we see the optimism and interest on the part of uh, producers, and what we know is that we continue to see growing demand for for beef, for certified Angus beef, for quality products, not just here in the U.S., but, but around the world. And that's at almost record high prices. And so I think that when you see more beef being demanded at the prices that we see today, it's pretty hard not to be optimistic, uh, whether we're selling that product domestically or international. So, um, so we look really favorable at uh, this industry and this market moving forward. To learn more, visit CertifiedAngusBeef.com. I'm Lee Nordlund. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. All right, I put together a report for our Montana Talks website yesterday afternoon. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte says the object that was shot down over Lake Huron is the same object that was spotted over Haver, Montana, and led U.S. authorities to shut down the airspace briefly on Saturday. Governor Gianforte saying, quote, I learned the object identified in Montana airspace Saturday night has been brought down over Lake Huron. Thank you to our servicemen and women who responded to protect our homeland. This is how Alexandria Hoff from Fox News Radio uh, summed up the weekend's news. On the 9th, a new unidentified object is detected over Alaska. This past Friday, the 10th, it's shot down. The same day, another object is detected entering Canadian airspace. A senior U.S. official describes that once again as a small metallic balloon with a tethered payload. It was shot down yesterday by a U.S. F-22 fighter jet. Also yesterday, that radar anomaly causes the U.S. military to scramble fighter jets. Some airspace over Montana is closed. No objects found, and the airspace reopened. Today, bipartisan concern is being expressed about how all this information is being relayed. All right. That was uh, Alexandria Hoff with Fox News Radio. Back into the phone lines we go. Looks like we lost Kay in Flathead Valley, but Kay, it was a great phone call before the break. Uh, I think I think you're spot on. Uh, Russia and China uh, right now are just taking advantage of this weak administration in the White House to to get what they want. More land in the Ukraine, uh, potentially uh, take over uh, Taiwan, and they're just they're just punking the White House at every turn. Uh, Phil in Whitefish next up on KJJR. Phil, uh, thanks for the call. What's your thoughts? Hey, good morning. Um... I just want to preface this by saying, you know, the Communist Chinese Party is a huge problem. They're barbaric. I think we need to get all of our businesses out of China, kick all of their graduate students out of American universities, nationalize all of the land um, that they've bought here. But this is something that um, listeners ought to know about China. It is a failing society. Um, demographically, over the next 20 or 30 years, the Chinese are going to lose half of their population um, because of their um, one-child policy, drought, famine, um, and um, other things. By the middle of the century, they're going to be down to about 650 million people. And this, this is known, and the problem is, 
Um, the experts don't talk about it. Your CIA expert doesn't mention it. And the American people would be wise to know this. Um, the Chinese are circling the drain. They have financial problems. Um, they can't make um, high-tech chips. They can't even man the machines that make high-tech chips. They need contractors. And if we pulled all of our contractors out, and the Dutch and the Japanese, um, they'd be in big trouble. And so um, I'm not a fan of China, obviously, but I don't think we need to go to war with them. Just like I don't think we need to go to war with Russia over a sliver of eastern Ukraine with a bunch of Russian-speaking people and the Crimean Peninsula, which has historically been part of Russia for hundreds of years. Well, the best way we don't go to war is by a strong defense and, and peace through strength. And that's why this weakness on display from the Biden administration is only inviting uh, this chaos. Uh, you know, they, Russia wasn't invading countries when Donald Trump was president of the United States. In fact, and we had peace agreement after peace agreement being brokered between Israel and Arab nations. And, and and then, you know, Joe Biden comes in, comes into power. And since day one, chaos, he shuts down the Keystone Pipeline, kicks our American workers to the curb. Uh, he opens our southern border. Uh, Russia's invading here. Uh, China totally, getting more I, aggressive uh, all across the board. I totally agree with you, Aaron. I, you know, Biden is an old, demented fool. And I think most people understand that. But Russian society is also very similar to the Chinese. Yeah, if we, I agree. We need a very strong military. They've got a demographic but, blood as well. You're exa- yeah, what you said about demographics is is spot on. I forget who who was talking about that uh, uh, recently on, on national. There's a guy. There's a guy on YouTube called Peter Zihan who talks about this all the time. He's really an expert. Z e i h a n. People can look this up. Um, our government and our media, which is a total failure, as you pointed out repeatedly, they're just failing to tell the American people, we don't need to go into world wars with these countries. We just need to keep them at bay, and they're going to implode um, under their own problems. And both those countries have serious problems. Which is exactly why we need to strengthen our own country, strengthen our own borders, shore up our national defense. And, and so we, and we, we've got to do a complete 180 from everything this Biden administration has been doing. All right, Phil, thanks for the phone call. Great to hear from you. Next up, uh, Fred in the Flathead Valley. Uh, Fred, what's your thoughts? Hey, good morning, Aaron. I don't know if you saw the uh, article in Range Magazine about uh, where's the beef. It might be a good segment to get the uh, author in on that article. It talks about the, uh, it, it does tie into China, the four major uh, processor, producers, distributors, Tyson, MBS, uh, National, and Cargill, which is, uh, or Cargill, which is private. Two of the four are uh, Brazilian held. You know what's going on in Brazil and, and the influence of Chinese. Uh, we're all pro-business, but I think our food supply is at risk, monopolization, unfair practices. Even some investors tried to start a new uh, processing plant in uh, Christy Nome's state and uh, was thwarted, went to Wyoming, was thwarted there at the last minute. Everybody local was all about it, and then all of a sudden, mysteriously, the deal broke down. So uh, I just, uh, the listeners, uh, maybe get, the, get that Range Magazine article, and I think it'd be a great segment, and it does tie into. You know, our government is really being silly with a lot of things. I don't even know if these balloons are actually for real. I mean, I, I don't trust our government. They could be psyops, psyops in us to want to start some kind of war. 
uh, who knows? But uh, our food yeah, they'll, is, uh, they'll pretend to be the victims. Country. They'll they'll say, well, we had to do this attack because of the increased, uh, you know, uh, rhetoric coming from America. Whatever. What you said it about hurts me to say it. It just hurts me to say it that I don't trust my government. It really hurts. I'm a patriot and a. Uh, we're a military family, and it just—it hurts me to say it. I gotta check out. I didn't see that latest ed- edition of Range Magazine, man. When we had uh, C.J. Hadley, the publisher on, the founder on, she was just absolutely incredible. I gotta check out that latest report. Of course, Dave Skinner out of the Flathead has always done incredible writing for Range Magazine. What you said about uh, you know the major beef, uh, uh, the meatpacking companies in Brazil, obviously they're a major uh, player, and, and yeah, look at—I mean, look at the Twitter collusion story where twitter was colluding with with the deep state in our american government to interfere in elections to shut down free speech rights of americans to suppress the hunter biden laptop and more and and look remember the other thing that came out of these twitter files was that they were also interfering in the brazilian elections bolsonaro Absolutely. was this bolsonaro was buddies with donald trump he was he was a right leaning politician so the left had to take him down now you have a pro china leftist ex con the guy was was in prison and 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 now yeah. he's he's in charge of their country right now and 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 that's yeah, what that article. that's what Twitter interfered in the Brazilian elections to help install was a pro-China candidate down there. You, you aren't going to tell me they wouldn't do the same thing. They didn't do the same thing in America. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, that's that's a really well. Uh, it's a great long article. That magazine's great. I uh, I subscribe to it after you have the. Uh, CJ on and uh, oh, awesome. I've been enjoying every issue. Yeah, because we got we got ranchers who have been subscribers for what what all the forty years. And uh, but yeah, you heard CJ Hadley on this show and said I got to subscribe to that. I, I got to check out that latest one. I hadn't even seen that one yet myself. So thanks for calling in. Uh, that was Fred in the Flathead Valley. Uh, next up, who do we got? We got uh, the calls are coming in so fast here. Four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you. Uh, or you can send us a quick message on the Montana Talks app as well, and uh, we'll share your message with our listeners. And silver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Hey, uh, after we wrapped up our coverage uh, live from the Glendive Agri-Trade Expo from the Gate Show in Glendive, I got a chance to catch up with Angie Hagen, who is the founder of Love Like Justice. And this is incredible. I got to see the bridge lit up with my own eyes on Thursday night, and it looks absolutely incredible. I know it's just been like a, a beacon of hope uh, for our friends in Glendive. Uh, incredible uh, backstory behind Love Like Justice and how and how now uh, the bridge in Glendive is lit up with, with bright LED lights and different colors. Uh, I've got uh, the full audio of my conversation with Angie Hagen from Love Like Justice on our Montana Talks website right now. 
I'll try to share some of that audio with you tomorrow on the show as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, great story. And really, uh, to see a bridge lit up like like this bridge in Glendive, you have to go to to bigger cities like Jacksonville, Florida. But the fo- but the people in Glendive came together to make this all happen. Uh, so a great story. Uh, like I say, got to catch up with Angie after our coverage from the Gate Show Friday morning. All right, let's go back into your phone calls here. Anne in Billings uh, wants to talk about beef and Brazil. Anne. What's your thoughts? Well, I'm just taking on with that gentleman who was talking about the Rings magazine article about how China is um, really strongly embedded in Brazil and Brazil owning uh, one or two of the four giant meat packers. And so I would encourage all my fans, not just cattlemen, to try and take a stand against NCBA, National Cattlemen's Beef Association, which is also embedded with our deep state agency, the USDA. Notice how the caller said that those two um, processing plants were uh, basically bumped from South Dakota and Wyoming and such. That's our USDA at work. They'll treat American citizens like the enemy. However, Brazil, they import beef from Namibia, on and on. So just I encourage not just cattlemen, but all Montanans to try and rally and help um, support cattlemen and stand up against the NCBA and beef checkoff. Check um, even our Montana stock growers. I feel like our Montana stock growers should be having beef in our schools, beef in our hospitals. I went to St. D. Hospital Cafeteria a lot recently, and it's all chicken. Where's the, where's the hamburger? Where's the beef on the menu? So I know I did a, quite a ramble there, but I would encourage all Montanans to rally um, around our can- cattle ranchers and understand that there's big things at stake for, with our food supply and our beef. Well, I know they've, I know they've been supporting more, more uh, meat packing facilities, meat processing plants, and capabilities here on the ground in Montana as well. It, oftentimes, what it's been is it's it's a it's the bootleggers and the Baptists that are opposing these. Where you've got the not in my backyard crowd teaming up with ah. the teaming up with the radical environmentalist crowd that says, "Nope, don't want the meat packing plant in Haver. Nope, don't want the meat packing plant in Great Falls." Well, what about Lockwood? What about somewhere? Right? And so we've got we've got ah. this this combination of radical and speaking of radical environmentalist tracy stone manning the earth first eco-terrorist in charge of the blm given handouts right. to the apr it is very clear well, they are working against us good point and i would challenge though the montana stock growers they're taking a slice of the beef checkup what are you doing are you just publishing recipes and doing research or are you getting out front ahead of these environmentalists and getting on the ground for real American business and food supply. So thank you for taking my call. All right, Ann, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Next up, Chris in Columbia Falls. Chris, what's going on? China has always been a bunch of despots and, and you know, bullies, you know. And, and, well, not and always. The thing is that not not always. Until the communist takeover, uh, right? Yeah, and, and who, who does it? doesn't really matter. The Gang of Four, remember that one? You know, that wasn't too long ago because China almost joined the same world. They almost did. And and, and, and what's happening now is, is the new leaders of, of the CCP, you know, they just digit up to their ears in money. And technology is what's driving them. And the old way it was just power and rule of people and all this sort of thing. You know, so a couple of things came up this week. The China inside the wall, you can watch on YouTube. And C-SPAN had an excellent hearing, 
I mean, it blow your mind. Your politicians know everything that's going on here, Aaron. So, I mean, you know, there are a bunch of bullies, and, and this new group kicked these gang of four out. After it, their wives joined that group and tried to keep it alive. So here, here they are. We're driven by technology. That's what they're driven by right now, technology and money. So they're taking, they're taking uh, you know, their, their leadership now, and they're being more aggressive with it. That's what they're doing. We should have never had anything to do with those people unless they did change and come into the real world. Well, as, as Mary Todd has so well pointed out from the Flathead Valley, and she did so in her congressional run as well, we've had you know politicians on both sides of the aisle who have sold this country out to the communist Chinese for decades now. Uh, and, and the commander-in-chief of that, of that crowd is, well, it's uh, Joe and Hunter Biden, or, or a close second, is uh, former Democrat Senator Max Baucus. Chris, thanks for the call. I know we're short on time now. Did you guys hear Chris Stapleton perform the national anthem uh, last night? Even brought some of the players and the coaches to tears. Full video, MontanaTalks.com.